is Becca Sasser. This year, I'll be in fourth grade at Gordon Elementary. Today, I'm talking to you about faith is a hard thing to measure. There are lots of people who say they are Christians. A Christian is someone who loves and follows Jesus. That means having faith in who God is, understanding why Jesus came to earth, and doing the things that God wants you to do, like Jesus did. When you have faith in something, it means you believe it, even if you can't see it. For us, faith means believing and knowing that God is there helping us, loving us, giving us what we need to live each day. Faith means praying when you're scared, knowing God will be there with you through whatever is going on. It means the quiet understanding that God made and loves you and wants you to love him back. It means that even when things are hard, you know that God isn't leaving you alone. So if you have faith, how do you live so that other people know you are faithful? You could wear a t-shirt that says, I love faith. Or you could carry a sign that says, I follow Jesus. Or you could carry around a big Bible. Those things might let people know something about you, but I'm not sure it would be what you want them to know. So how would you measure or see someone's faith? I think it would probably start with showing them Jesus, because that's the person's name we wear when we say we are Christians. We wear that name because it means a little Christ. And if we wear that name, we should probably act like the person. So what would that look like? My name is Reese Hensley. I'll be a fifth grader at Jaitley Watkins this year. Today, I will be talking about you can tell a plant by its fruit. When we were talking about this message time, Miss Amanda told us this message was part of a series about living a fruitful life. She explained that people are like plants. When you see a tree, you might not know what kind of tree it is, but if the tree has apples on it, you would know it's an apple tree. So if you look at a person, you might be able to tell what kind of person that they are. So what kind of person are you? A Jesus person, a Christian, would hopefully look like Jesus. So Jesus loved all people. He loved people who had done bad things, like Zacchaeus, who stole money from people. He loved people that others treated harshly, like the woman he met at the well one day. He loved people that others just overlooked, like the blind man at the city gate. He even loved people who were supposed to be the best teachers about God, the, one who, the ones who were jealous and afraid of him, who tried to trick him and get him in trouble. Jesus spent a lot of time with God. He prayed by himself and with others. Jesus went to the synagogue. He knew, he knew the Hebrew scriptures. Jesus spent a lot of time with real people, not just people at the synagogue. He got to know the people in the community and what their needs were. He was out there in the street and ready to help them. Remember the story of the woman touching the hem of his coat? That was in the street, not in the church. Jesus spent time teaching others about God. When you know something that can help you others, you should share what you know. Jesus did that with big crowds and with a small group of friends and followers. Now that we know how Jesus lived, what could that mean for us? My name is Gretchen Jones. This year I'll be in sixth grade at Robius Middle School. Today I'll be talking about a faith that is alive. The passage we heard from the book of James talks about how faith that is just words is dead. A real faith will spill over into actions. So what could a real faith act like? For someone my age, just going into middle school, it could look like being kind to everyone, especially the kids who no one else is nice to. 
maybe sitting with them at lunch, maybe walking down the hall together or sitting with them on the bus. Being kind is a way of showing love to people just like Jesus did. Is it a way to become a part of the popular crowd? Maybe not, but faithful living doesn't always make you popular. For someone younger than me, a real faith might act like speaking up for someone on the playground. Sometimes kids are just mean to other kids. Sticking up for someone, stepping into a shield, stepping in to shield them from hurtful world, words or action. That is love in action. For someone older than me, it might look like working to help people who don't have a voice in the world. You could, help, you could work to help children who are in foster care. You could work to help new immigrants get settled in our area by taking them to appointments or helping them learn English. You could help deliver meals on wheels. There are so many ways for grown-ups to love people outside the walls of the church building. There are ways for all of us to spend time with God, like Jesus did. We can all pray. We can, re we can all read our Bible so we know the scriptures too. If we know about God, we need to teach others, like Jesus did, and get involved inside the walls of the church building too. My name is Madeline Montgomery. This year, I'll be a sixth grader at Midlothian Middle School. I invite you to a prayer experience that will help us look in and look out. In the next couple of minutes, we will think and pray about what our faith looks like. First, we'll look at our inside selves and our outside selves. First, close your eyes and think about your own faith. Do you know and follow God in faith? What do you need to do to strengthen your faith? Pray, read the Bible, spend more time in worship with other faithful people. Open your eyes. Look outside. Look around you. Do you see people sitting beside you? Do you see the cars driving down the road? How can those people help your faith be more alive? By serving them? By worshiping with them? By serving with them? Now, look at your hands on your lap. What ways can you use your hands to make your faith a living one? by carrying groceries for someone, by rocking a baby in the nursery, by waving hello to someone who looks different from you. Please join me in praying this eyes open prayer that you can read along with me. God, please help us as we try hard to have faith in you that is alive and making a difference in the lives of all people you created. In Jesus' name, pray, amen. It's time to come to the table. When was the last time you ate with family? When was the last time you were surrounded with the kids from the kids' table and the graybeards who sit in the kitchen and talk long after dinner's done, nursing their coffee? That's what this table is. This table is for everybody, from the kids' table on up. It doesn't belong to me. It doesn't belong to Huguenot Red Baptist Church. It belongs to the people who love God and follow Jesus. On this day, a day when our children have led us in worship and led us so very well, this table is open even to them. Families ask, what's the policy about communion and children? We don't really have one. We let families decide that. And today, I'm the leader of our family, and I'm inviting even boys and girls who haven't yet professed their own faith in Jesus and haven't yet followed him in the waters of baptism to come to the table because they set the table for us today. So when it's time for communion to pass in a few minutes, parents, don't be alarmed. Your children may take a piece of bread, and they may take a cup, and it's a reminder to them, just like it's a reminder to us, of what happened that night with Jesus and his disciples 
That night, Jesus was gathered with his friends in a room, and they were ready to celebrate Passover. And Jesus had been teaching them for a long time about what was coming, but they, like us, probably still didn't get it all the way. And yet, he said to them, he took the bread, and he broke it, and he said, friends, this is my body. It's given up for you freely. And whenever you're together, and whenever you eat this bread, remember, remember my love for you. Remember what I did for you. He gave thanks to God, and then they ate together. Likewise, Jesus took the cup, and he said, This cup is the cup of the new covenant between you and me. And whenever you're together and you drink this cup, remember me. This is my blood poured out for you freely. When you're together and you drink it, remember Remember what I've done for you. And he gave thanks, and they all drank it together. That's your invitation, too. When you eat this bread together, and when you drink this cup together, remember, Jesus did this for you. He did it freely.